0: Do you need to create more income for your family, but you're not really sure what to do or how to even get started? Well, you're going to love today's show because in this episode, I'll be sharing six reasons why providing a service that solves a problem for someone else is one of the best and fastest ways to create income for your family. And I'll be sharing practical steps that you can take to get started today. That's all coming up in this episode of the More Than a Pastor show. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, my friend? Welcome to the More Than a Pastor show. I'm Rich Avery, your host. This is a show where we help pastors, missionaries, and other ministry leaders to grow your income and build financial security. We'll help you take your skills, experience, and ministry know-how and leverage them into sustainable income outside the church through a business or a side hustle that's right for you so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. Hey, thanks for joining me today. It really means a lot to have you here. I'm always grateful for the opportunity we have and the time we have that we can spend together. But if you're new to the show, you can learn more about me, get the show notes for today's episode, and download some free resources to help you grow your income and build financial security. It's all over at my website at morethanapastor.com slash 61 for episode 61 hey, how's your summer been going so far? And I'm presuming, uh, when I'm saying this, that you are listening around the time I'm uh, recording this in the summer or late summer, August of 2023. Of course, you could be listening in the dead of winter in December, January, um, or some other time of year, who knows, but at the time I'm recording this, we've just come through a busy month of July for our family. Uh, one of our sons, our second oldest son, got married uh, late July, and uh, he and his wife had been dating a couple years and engaged for about a year, and so we've been looking forward to this day for a long time and just had a wonderful ceremony. They picked a beautiful vintage barn venue that had outdoor space for the ceremony, and then the reception and party afterwards was indoors, and it was just a wonderful time, a beautiful celebration of their lives and their love that the Lord has blessed them with for each other and to get together as family and friends and all that, so that was amazing. And then uh, about a week later, uh, my wife and I drove down to Florida, where our daughter, uh, oldest daughter was attending the Word of Life Bible Institute. They have a one-year Bible school program down there, and so she just completed that and had her graduation. And so we were excited to be down there with her. And then uh, she earned a couple of awards. She was awarded the Dean of Women's Award for Consistent Christian character that, that she exhibited over the past year. And uh, that was a real blessing uh, to have her receive that. And also, she graduated with highest honors. And there were eight students of the 150, I think, in the program that graduated with highest honors. And, and she and like three or four of her friends, uh, closest friends, were among those uh, eight people. And so that was very exciting. So we're just proud and blessed uh, for our family and uh, what God's doing through them and the blessings we've received here in this month of july but uh, for us living in michigan we're reminded that man the summer is winding down we've had some cooler nights lately the temperatures have been in the low 60s so we can open the windows and let the cool air in Um, even the highs have been lower than average lately so we're starting to feel like fall is coming we don't want to admit it Uh, but uh, that means winter is coming too i definitely don't want to admit that i got to find some reasons to head south uh, for the uh, winter as often as i can but uh, we want to enjoy as much of the summer as we can here uh, uh, here in Michigan, and so we're excited for, uh, for these days. So hope you are doing well and enjoying your summer, or whatever season it is, uh, where you are and when you're listening to this episode. I'm really glad, again, that you're here and that we can enjoy this time together. Well, I've got a question for you today. Have you been thinking about starting a business, but you're not really sure if being in business for yourself is right for you? or that you've got what it takes to do so. Well, if that's you, I want to give you a free copy of um, a guide I've put together. It's really like an assessment to help you figure out if starting a business is right for you. And I've aptly titled this, How to Know if Starting a Business is Right for You. And in it, I'll share 12 signs that you might be ready. To start your own business. And I share the three most important things that every pastor needs to build and grow a profitable business. You can get your free copy today at more slash biz. That's more than a slash B I Z. Well, today I'm excited for this episode, and I'll be sharing six reasons why. I think providing a service that solves a problem for other people is one of the best and fastest ways to make money, and I want to share some practical steps you can take to get started even today. This whole uh, conversation came about because of an email I received from a pastor named Mike uh, a few months ago, really, and I um, replied to him at the time, but I took some more time to think about it after I sent him my, my quick reply. But here's the question that he asked. He says, I'm in between churches right now, and the search for my next church is taking a lot longer than I had expected. So what's the best or quickest way for me to make money right now while I'm waiting? So first of all, Mike, thanks for taking the time to write and ask your question. And if you've got a question you want to ask me, something that's been uh, on your mind or question you want me to address sometime in a future episode, please uh, send me an email at, at rich at more Well, all of us, uh, like Mike, have been there at some point, haven't we? Needing to find a way to generate extra income. Uh, Maybe it's because we are, like Mike, in between churches and need to find some way to to, uh, bridge the gap in the meantime, or maybe we've had some unexpected bills, like the kids need braces or broke a leg or something, and now we've got bills to pay to the hospital, or we've got debt that's been piling up, or maybe student debt from many years ago. And so all of us have times when we need to generate extra income. Uh, Maybe it's on a short-term basis to help supplement our income, or maybe we need to create sustainable income that'll provide uh, long-term sustenance for our family. Well, I think whatever position you're in, whether you need to generate cash quickly for a short-term need or long-term sustainable income, I think the, the best and the fastest way to generate money is to provide a service that solves a problem for someone else. So today I want to share six reasons why I think starting a problem solving business is the way to go. And reason number one is there's already a built in demand for the services. You know, people are willing to pay money to meet a need or solve a problem. Have you experienced that for yourself? You've got a mouse in the house, you're willing to pay money to get a mouse trap or to hire an exterminator to come and take care of that mouse for you. Or you've got a a leak in your roof and you're willing to pay money to have someone come and solve that problem for you. When we have pain, when we have problems, we're willing to spend money to have someone come and solve those things for us. And so those are wonderful built in opportunities for you and I as we're looking to find ways to generate income. We can provide a service that solves a problem for someone else and we can tap into the existing demand that's already there because. If one person has this problem, there are probably dozens or hundreds of other people in your community or your region who have that same problem, who would benefit from the services you could provide to help them. And if you can solve a if you can offer a service to provide a solution that solves a problem for someone, you're tapping into the existing demand. And that can lead to a steady stream of customers as the story goes out, as you ask for referrals, other people will be interested in signing up for your service because they want you to come and solve that problem for them as well. So whether you're involved in like web design or tutoring or home organization or some kind of specialized consulting, whatever kind of services you could provide, um, understanding what people require and delivering a solution that customers want and, and, and would respond to quickly, I think, is a great way to go, and that's why there are apps like Uber and Doordash and Shipped and and Poplin, and we'll talk about those uh, apps and how to why those are good ones to tap into later on in this episode. So, reason number one is there's a demand for the services, and reason number two is quick turnaround. You know, for some businesses, you've got to take months or years to develop a product or or to build a business from scratch. It can take a lot of money and time, um, and, and resources. and And so, we're talking like six months or a year. Like in our state, they want to build one of those battery, one of those EV electric vehicle battery uh, power plants, or you know, a factory that generates that, that 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 manufactures these batteries. Well, it's going to take them years to build that facility, to outfit it with all the equipment that's needed, to hire all the people, that's not a quick turnaround. But providing a service for someone, like like painting, like teaching a lesson, like doing something for someone, that's quick turnaround. You can do that today. You can find the need today and do it today or do it tomorrow. Uh, quick turnaround is what we are talking about. That's one of the best and fastest ways to generate income. Okay, uh, reason number three is low startup costs. Many service-based businesses are relatively free to start or very low cost compared to other ventures that require physical products or or infrastructure. So depending on the services that you offer, you may just need minimal supplies. Maybe it's just your computer and your phone and maybe some software. I mean, that's all I have for my more than a pastor business with my consulting. I've got my computer, my phone, microphone, some lights, some basic things, but basically it's me providing services, writing, speaking, talking to people, doing coaching, consulting with people over the phone or, or, or Zoom or in person. It doesn't require a lot of startup costs or, or capital to get going. And that's why a service-based business is one of the best and fastest ways to generate income. Okay, reason number four is that it use a lot utilizes your existing skills and ex- expertise. Offering a service allows you to leverage the skills you've already developed your knowledge and your expertise. You can put all those things to work in your service-based business. And maybe you are uh, experienced in graphic design or in writing or consulting or tutoring or coaching or you're a handyman. and Whatever skills and experience you have, you can tap into those things and generate income from them. You don't have to go out and learn a bunch of new skills or gain a bunch of new experiences in order to start your own business or provide a service that solves a problem for someone So by capitalizing on what you already know and do well, it's very easy for you to provide value for others and to be able to monetize your abilities to generate more income to meet your need or to uh, help provide uh, sustainability for your family. And reason number five is flexibility. Flexibility and scalability. Service-based businesses often offer flexibility in terms of working hours and location. I mean, you can set your own hours for when you wanna work and provide these services and help people. You can decide whether that's something you can do from home or you have to do on their location or wherever it might be. You can decide to work on a full-time or part-time basis and you have the option to work remotely or to do things that fit around your schedule. And as you find success and are able to expand, you can scale it by just hiring more people to do what you've been doing. And then you can focus on the most important tasks that you need to do to help build and grow the business. So let's just review those uh, quickly here. The reason number one was to, uh, the, the demand for services is already there. That's a great reason why you want to provide a service that solves a problem uh, that helps people because the demand is already there. The problems are always there. There's quick turnaround time. It doesn't take you a lot of effort to get going. Uh, there's low startup costs. It doesn't cost a lot of money. It taps into your own ex- your skills and expertise so you don't have to go out and like, start things from scratch from something you don't know what to do or how to do. Number five was it, it has flexibility and scalability built in. The last one, number six, is it builds upon your existing personal network. Starting a service-based business, man, you already have a valuable asset from the very beginning and that's your own personal network. So it's a great idea if you're launching into your own business to tap into your existing network, to reach out to your friends, to family, and let them know what you're doing, that this is a new business you're starting, these are services you're providing, these are the problems you wanna solve, these are the people you wanna help, and then see if the people in your network would benefit from your services and could become your customers? Or could they refer people to you? Maybe they don't need it themselves, but they know someone who does and can refer them to you. So starting a service-based business that's that... Provides a solution to a problem that someone has is a great way to grow your personal network. You've already got it. You can build upon it. And as you have success and serve people well and are able to grow your business, then you're getting more referrals and your personal network is growing from the relationships that you develop as you are pursuing this business. So I hope these reasons are helpful for you as you determine what kind of business could be right for you. And I hope it makes sense to see why starting a service-based business, providing solutions that solve problems for other people is one of the best and fastest ways to get started to generate the income that you need as you're providing services for others and meeting problems that already exist in your community. So how do you get started on something like this then? Well, definitely, there are there are some gig apps that make it easier than ever to get started, and, and some of these apps they don't really require you to use your specific skills or experiences. There are some basic apps that basically anyone can tap into and use, uh, apps like Shipped and Uber, DoorDash, Poplin, or even Airbnb. You can you can do all of those, and you don't have to. Have any specialized knowledge, you need to be able to drive or have access to laundry materials in the case of Poplin or be able to uh, drive your own car or, and maybe know some basic math and that kind of thing with uber and, and shipped and doordash so some of these apps you don 't have to have any specialized skills or experience. you can just use those provide a service right now you can you can uh, immediately literally like turn on the app and say i 'm available and people can tap into your service immediately. Um, to uh, like I do some shipped shopping from time to time. I've done Uber driving and you just turn the app on and say I'm available. Send me some jobs and then they pop up and you go and you fulfill those and you get paid. And that can be a great way to go to get started or if you're in a pinch or if you don't know what kind of skills or experiences you can tap into or what what kind of problems you want to solve. But at their essence, these apps are solving problems of transportation, of shopping, of doing laundry for people. And so I hope you can see how how those apps make sense and how other things we can do other services we can provide can make sense as well you could also use like a skill based uh, website uh, for freelancers like upwork or fiverr or even craigslist and you can post uh, certain services you want to provide there on those sites and people can find you and, and can tap into your expertise and hire you to do those services or maybe uh, you wanna just sell stuff on Amazon, that's a good way to go. Or maybe you're a, you're a crafter or a, a, a craftsperson of some kind, you wanna create things on Etsy and sell them. So people uh, are always looking to buy unique things online and maybe you've got those skills and can provide those services uh, to help them. Or maybe you wanna create your own website and put your skills or talents, experiences out there for others to uh, be able to find you and be able to hire you on that basis. So you don't have to use any specialized skills or things that you know how to do. Uh, You could just use generalized skills to, um, or even like um, uh, Airbnb, you don't really have to have any skills as a hotel uh, entrepreneur. You just need to have a room available and be able to get it decorated the way you want or write the listing the way you want so that people can find uh, your place. But you don't have to have any particular skills or talents to be able to to even be an Airbnb host. So I hope those give you some examples of services you can provide that help meet needs for other people. But what if you do wanna do something that you know how to do and you love to do? What if you wanna create a business around your skills and experiences and and help people in that way? I wanna share eight easy ways to get started in building a business like that. Step number one is to just make a list of 20 things that you know, love, and could probably get paid to do. And you could think of more than 20 things, but just start with at least 20 things. Just let your, let your juices flow and just write them down. doesn't have to be uh, perfect or whatever. Just if you write 50 things, that's great. You can go back and re- refine them later and cross things out that don't make sense or tweak things or word them in a different way. But, but just uh, just be creative and just make a list. What are 20 things you know how to do? What are 20 things that people could ask you how to do? You could teach people or you could make money doing in some way or things that you love to do. Uh, the time seems to fly by when you do them. And then uh, identify the ones where you're reasonably sure you could make some money doing somehow. You might not have it all figured out how to do it, but you figure th- there might be a way to make money doing that. So make a list of those 20 things at least. And then choose one or a couple if they're complementary, And then make a list of all the products or make a list of all the problems that you could solve related to uh, that thing that you that you could do. So maybe for example, you wrote down piano. I, I dream about the piano all day long. I love to play the piano. I'm gifted at the piano. I'm an expert pianist. And so you might list uh, piano playing as one of the top thing that you know, love and can make money doing. Well now for step two, make a list of all the problems that you could solve related to uh, piano playing for someone. So there are clubs or bars that need piano players. There are churches who need piano players. Uh, people want to take lessons and learn how to play the piano. People need to have their pianos tuned up. Uh, people love watching videos of how to play the piano, and, and uh, they can pay a membership to learn how to be taught online how to play piano. So just let your juices flow with um different problems that are out there related to the thing you think you could do and get paid to do and, and what are the, some of the solutions that you could provide uh, for those problems. And then step number three, begin to talk on your social media, maybe three, four times a week about the uh, problem and the solution. It could be as simple as this. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but I really love to play the piano. I've been doing it all my life. And I thought, what if I like began offering my services to begin teaching people how to play piano? or i could let churches know if they were in a pinch and needed someone i'd be glad to um play piano you know my fees are you know are are, are this uh, amount and so if you could use me for your service, for your church let me know or if you're wanting to learn how to play piano just send me a, a dm a a um, direct message and we can talk about it and see if it's right for you so just begin to kind of share it on facebook or instagram or linkedin wherever Uh, Just letting people know, here's what you can provide or are thinking about providing. And if anyone's interested or knows someone that might be, to let you know. And that uh, begins to let people know that you're in business, that you are willing to provide these services and those who need them or those that maybe have an interest or know someone can begin to reach out to you or even refer people to you. And then step number four is kind of along the same lines, make a list of 20 or more people who probably aren't gonna be your customers but could be a referral base for you. So, maybe you have a friend at another another church, they know how to play the piano, they already have their grouping of people who are piano players, but maybe, maybe they might need you in a pinch. So maybe they could be a referral, or they could refer you to someone else who needs someone, or you reach out to your kids. Um music teacher at school and say, hey, I know you know how to play the piano. You don't want to learn from me, but I'm beginning to provide these services and maybe I can tutor kids and teach them how to play piano or like, yeah, be a music teacher in some way. And so you're knowing that this person you're reaching out to isn't going to be your customer, but they could refer people to you who would be. So make a list of those prospect uh, referral partners and reach out to them and And for each of these, just uh, reach out. Could I have a 15-minute Zoom meeting with you, tell you what I'm doing, see if this is of interest to you or if you know someone who would be interested in my services. And uh, it's really as simple as that. And often people are glad to catch up. They'd love to learn what you're doing and, and how they could support and encourage you. And maybe there's some way you can support and encourage them as well. Step number six is to begin to offer your services for a few people for free. At this stage of your business, you really want to get some testimonials. You really want to help people find some, some success. And so if people aren't willing to pay full price or they don't know if they can take a chance on you or, or whatever, maybe you're just putting it out there to say, hey, I'm looking for three to five people who I can help for free. And I'm willing to do this because I want your honest feedback and I want your testimonials. I want you to record a video or or write out a testimonial for me. And so that's a great way to help you to build your business because referrals and testimonials are what other people look to if they don't know you and that helps validate your services, validate your ability to solve their problem by the service you want to provide. And then uh, step number seven is to be sure to track the progress of the people that you've helped and again, get their testimonials and their referrals. That's so important. And then uh, step number eight is to share those success stories on your social media. As you get successes, as you help people, start telling those stories. and, And people relate to other people's stories. And if they read a story about Here's a person who always wanted to play piano all their life, never took piano lessons, but now all of a sudden, they've taken some lessons with you, and they're loving it, and they are making a good headway, and people are raving, wow, you can play the piano, it's amazing, and they can point back to your services and why, what you provided for them, the problem you helped solve was just what they needed, and so... That's really a key to building a business is to get success stories and be able to share them on social media or on your website so that other people can see who you are and how you help people. And that helps to validate what you do and why others should uh, hire you and reach out to you to do those services as well. So I hope those uh, help, help are helpful for you. And then uh, after that, you just kind of rinse and repeat. Now, you're not continuing to offer your services for free, but you're continuing to reach out to potential customers, continuing to reach out to uh, prospective referral partners who could send people your way, and you're beginning to charge for your services and continuing to get referrals and uh, testimonials that you can use to help uh, grow your uh, base for your business and to grow your income as well. Well, uh, in the next episode, I want to want to share um, how I am following these steps with a new Uh, group uh, or slate of services that I'm providing. Over the last month or so, I've really realized that there are other services I can provide to help pastors and churches that are struggling financially. Maybe they're struggling to survive on their traditional model of tithes and offerings. Maybe they need to begin to look at alternative revenue streams, things like that. And so I think there are some unique ways, based on my skills and experiences in the past, where I can come alongside and help churches with that. So I'm gonna be telling you more about that next week in the next episode and how I'm following uh, these steps I've laid out to be able to do that. So hope you'll join me for that. And uh, I hope that uh, if this has been helpful for you, that you would let me know. Maybe this has given you some ideas of services you can provide to help other people and generate income for yourself. Maybe this will be helpful for another pastor or person that you know. So could you do me a favor and uh, share a review if you haven't done so before on Amazon or, yeah, on on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube or wherever it is that you're watching or listening to this. Uh, if you know someone that could benefit from this, why don't you send it to them? Let them know you were thinking of them and uh, that you love this, uh, this episode or this podcast and let them know so they can join in and uh, become a listener and subscriber as well. And um, I would just love to get your feedback on those things. Or you can email me at rich at richatmorethanapastor.com. If you have any questions or ideas that this has spurred on, I'd love to get that feedback and hear from you and be able to interact with you in that way. So again, uh, join in for the next episode where I share uh, some of the steps I'm taking to launch some new services and how I'm following these, these steps I've laid out today. I hope you'll come back next time. Until then, remember that you are more than a pastor. And saying yes to God's call, doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry. Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income that you were made for.